I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today's program has been pre-recorded. Now a special Talk Radio 1210 WPHT presentation. It's reading, writing, and reason. Now here's your host, Dom Giordano. Hey everyone, welcome into our weekly foray into the world of education, money, parental rights. By the way, CPAC uh, this week, uh, the big conservative meeting ground, their theme seems to be parental rights. So this issue is not going away. We had on one of our best experts, Beth Ann Rossica, who had brought in Liberty, monitors schools and school districts. We had a guy on nationally who was great on Reading, Writing, and Reason, our weekly podcast a little while back, uh, Fishback, his name was, talking about no one's banning books, at least on the conservative side, as much as in many school libraries, you can't find books by conservative or relatively conservative authors. So that inspired Beth Ann Rossica to take a look at 12 very wealthy, prominent school districts here. You'll hear me uh, in this interview with her lay out some of those districts What are they doing? What was their mantra as far as all this book banning? Are they the ones that are banning books because they're just not buying them and putting them on shelves? And she said that some of the more leftward groups will offer you a package. In other words, you get 10 books for free, but in there are a couple of books that have their agenda in them. Maybe conservatives should start to do that. I would get behind that offer these schools free books. All right, here's what Beth Ann Rossica told me this week on Reading, Writing, and Reason. Beth Ann, great idea, great work. I hope it didn't uh, consume, uh, you, know, you were able to do this in an easy manner, but it's quite a task. Well, thanks so much, Dom, for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And I did have some help. We have an editorial assistant at Broad and Liberty who helped me do some of the research with the school districts. All of the catalogs are online, so it's just a matter of going through and looking up each of the books. But it was a very important exercise, and I'm, I'm very happy that I did it because, to your point, it's one thing to read that this is what's happening nationally, but to know that it's happening in your own school district and really in all of the school districts here in the collar counties, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I will say that I was in fact surprised at just how skewed the balance was between very progressive books and really the complete lack of conservative or even moderate thinking thinkers books in the libraries. Yeah. So, um, all right, my buddy, uh, Ibram X. Kendi, and listeners start to know him by now, the guy that gets $50,000 for just saying hello at an event, apparently, 
how to be an anti-racist uh, to somebody like uh, John McWhorters, who is a brilliant guy that I've had on woke racism. You see right there, they're not interested. It, it, the, the racial book, I got the transgender. We'll get to that in a moment. Why they're so sensitive and why they would do that. So the question is this. I think a large measure of this is driven by the librarians. There are others. And people think these activist librarians, they never in a million years, but the uh, people that run libraries have changed. Well, so I think the librarians are, are one step of the puzzle, but it's they're really the end point of why things are the way that they are. I mean, you have to go back to the teachers' unions. You have to go back to the library association. You have to go back to where the money is coming to, to put these books in the library. There are groups that offer packages of books to librarians. So you don't just buy one book, you buy a set and it's a set of 10 and something like Gender Queer or Felix Ever After are in that set of books. And they, they have an agenda that they are absolutely positively trying to push. And one of the things that I thought about after writing this article was, we need more conservative groups offering grants to school libraries to fill their you know, shelves with the other perspective, because the progressive groups that have the money are absolutely pushing these types of books into the library. And in some cases, librarians are picking and choosing these books, but in other cases, they're just coming in in these packages and they're just putting them up on the shelves. That's genius. So they get the books that they want, a couple of them. They give you some that are not suspect of anything. It kind of reminds me of what they're doing in election cycles. Last week, Beth Ann, we talked about in Bucks County how this one uh, Democrat front group to get people to register in that special election mail-in ballot was offering them free manicures, pedicures, vaping, and even a chance on a a giant couch. And here, we're sitting here. (laughs) I, I didn't know that, but that makes sense. Here's a package, and in there are what they really want to get on those shelves. Exactly. So um, the racial books, um, that's one thing. Uh, The next level, of course, you mentioned this new one. I don't know anything about the uh, uh, lawn boy is my favorite when we talk about these of what they put into the schools. But this um, this Felix book, what's that about? I mean, it's just like all of the other books, whether it's genderqueer or lawn boy. I mean, it's basically a book that talks about if as a girl you felt like you were forced to wear dresses and play with dolls when you were young, then you're probably transgender. I mean, it's just feeding into the social contagion that is happening around this transgender movement. And I do believe that a lot of that contagion is happening. It started as a result of school closures and kids being locked away in their houses and forced to do anything that they wanted to do socially on the internet. And all of these websites, these TikTok, all of this social media really glamorize this transgender movement. And all of a sudden we have, you know, thousands and thousands of kids thinking, hey, maybe I'm transgender. And so now we have all of these books in the library, again, glorifying uh, this, this action or these decisions. And so our kids are more confused than ever. So Felix Ever After is just another one of those types of books. And I have to say that I was shocked on this one, that 100% of those 12 districts that I looked at, every single school district 
had that book in their library and, and in the high school library, I'll qualify yeah. that, but still in, in the library. And yet the other two books that I mentioned, uh, Trans and Irreversible Damage, those are two best-selling books that talk about the skepticism around the rise of the transgender identification. And not, those books are nowhere to be found. And so that is what I find particularly disappointing. And to your point, these very wealthy school districts, very wealthy, you know, lots of highly educated families that live within these districts. And yet we are refusing to present two sides of an argument. So if a child is confused, all the books that they have at their access are in support that, yes, they're absolutely transgender. There's nothing there to offer a counter argument that maybe they're just confused or maybe there's just something else going on. And I, I think that our schools are really doing our children a disservice by only presenting one side of the argument. And again, to the point that they have resources, here are the 12 school districts. And uh, again, these are beautifully chosen Central Bucks, Penridge, Pensbury, and Bucks County. Chester County, you have Downingtown, Great Valley, Westchester, in Delaware County, Haverford, Marble Newtown, and Radnor, in Montgomery County, North Penn, Perky Omen Valley, and Satterton. And most of these, the school boards <laughs> have made their way to Talk Radio 1210 to be in the news, particularly uh, Pensbury, or Central Bucks, Pensbury, uh, Westchester. You were involved, I think, in some of that. Haverford, Radnor. Yeah. Um, Perky Omen Valley recently with the bathroom thing. So these are the ones we periodically hear about. And again, people think this stuff is just happening in the cities. These are suburban school districts with a lot of resources. Exactly. And, and, I, and I did specifically pick districts that had been in the news or there had been some noise around things that were going on. But I do think that most parents, even, even if you're a very liberal progressive parent who, you know, believes and supports Ibram Kinde or supports, um, you know, the transgender movement, I would think that as an educated person, you would want both perspectives to be in the library. Maybe I'm naive, maybe I'm, you know, over, have too high of expectations, but I, I, this is not about, you know, let's limit the number of books in the library. And that's always been my position. I'm not asking anybody to take books out of the library. Parents should be aware of what's in the library. And if they don't want their kids to read it, then they should have the ability to know and opt their kids out. But at the same time, I think it's really important that, as a public school, because our taxpayer dollars are funding these schools and these library books, we have a responsibility and an obligation to present both sides of the story so that we are teaching kids how to think and not what to think. But based on these library selections, we are clearly intending to teach kids what to think and not how to think on their own independently. Yeah, maybe the most glaring to Bethlehem Rossica with us, not just the hot buttons. You knew going in that race and transgender, but just the political books, the Obama's books approach 90 percent in a lot of these school districts that they're there. But then conservative thinkers and not a Trump book or anything, but just the you know routine, random conservative thinkers that are pretty much on the mainstream, they're very hard to find. 
Yes, and it's interesting because in Fishback's original article, he had a couple of Trump books in his list, and I purposely removed those from my analysis, knowing how people in southeastern PA feel about Trump, generally speaking. So I thought, well, that's an outlier. I'm not going to even look at that. But you're absolutely correct. Um, and, And what was interesting about the Obama's books is that I was not at all surprised that Barack Obama's book you know, was available in the majority of school districts. He was the first African-American president of our country. So that certainly makes sense. What I thought was more interesting was that Michelle Obama's book was in 83% of our school districts. And yet none of these other conservative thinkers, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Vivek Raswamy, Mike Pompeo, Ron DeSantis, none of these books were available in the library. So to your point, it's fine that we have both Obama books in the library, but there certainly should be some alternative perspectives offered to students. Absolutely. What's the response to this? Well, I know it's relatively new that you put it out there, but this does for parents, and people can find this at Broad and Liberty. You can see your own school district in a breakdown. It does for parents just something that is glaring that's overwhelming Uh, You know, you think somebody has to respond to something in these school districts based on this. Well, it's interesting. So I have had a number of parents reach out to me and several of them said, I'm sending this article to my local school board because I want an explanation as to why this is happening. Now, I will tell you, Dom, that my expectation is that most school board members are probably completely unaware that this is the case in their library. I mean, back, I was involved in that debacle in Westchester, you know, many years ago where the school board president at the time, Chris McCune, stood up at a school board meeting and and yelled loudly, that book, and he was referring to gender queer, has never been in one of our libraries. In the meantime, it was in fact in two of our libraries and the superintendent had removed it for purposes of evaluation. But my point here is to illustrate that many school board directors are not aware, and I I hope that this will serve as a wake-up call to our school boards to start asking questions of our libraries and of our faculty at these schools to say, we have an obligation to present both sides of the story. And I gave a really good example because two of the books that I looked at, the 1619 Project, which many people are familiar with, a very progressive view. And then there was a critique of that book called the 1619 Project, a critique. And again, the majority of school districts had the 1619 Project, but they didn't have the critique of that. And that to me was such a red flag because again, we should be offering two sides of the story And school board directors should be asking and demanding answers as to why our library collection is so completely one-sided. Exactly. And uh, another point with this, that's why the school board, I think, should, uh, and I realize some issues are very difficult to deal with, but uh, if people ask them a question, are you aware of this? How did this happen? They ought to be able to answer right there uh, at the next school board meeting and say, no, I'm not aware. Here's what we're going to do or I am aware and I stand behind it, or I'm aware and I'm doing something about it. You've got to be some exchange. You can't go to these school board meetings. Absolutely. This is, no, this you're, is you're, a simple yes or no. Right, Dom. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, 
parent after parent. I mean, I've sat through hundreds of school board meetings. I talked to parents locally all over the country. You show up, you make your comment, you ask a question, and there is no obligation to follow up. And the school board members don't even respond to any of these questions. So absolutely, there should be an opportunity to get questions answered. And so I hope that, you know, these parents who have reached out to me and said that they were going to send this article to their school districts to their school board, I hope that they do. Because again, I want this to be a conversation. My point in writing this is not to call out these districts as you know, being horrible places, but it is to raise awareness to hopefully change the trajectory of what is happening. I would be thrilled if a school district looked at this and said, you know what, maybe we need to do an analysis. Maybe we need to you know, make a more concerted effort mm-hmm. to have some other materials in the library to balance things out. That is my hope and my goal. I have to say I'm not overly optimistic that that's going to happen, but I will be thrilled if it does. It's even in just a few districts. Great work. Thank you, Beth Ann. People can find this at Broad and Liberty. Uh, Beth Ann Rossica, thank you as always. Thank you so much, Tom. Have a great day. All right. That's Beth Ann. And the action plan from that is to fund and push back in these school districts and make the Board of Education, make the school boards aware in each one of these districts, what's going on. We'll have more with her and see if she gets any results with that. Who's banning books? You got the answer from Beth Ann Rossica. Coming up here on Reading, Writing, and Reason with Dom Giordano and Dan at the Controls, some of the other things in the news this week, including a school that was caught in New York, in Brooklyn, maybe several, telling very young kids during Black History Month they should refer to each other as comrade. We get that next year on Reading, Writing, and Reason. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Today's program has been pre-recorded. I'm going to teach you. Hey, welcome to Reading, Writing, and Reason. And this is our news section each week where I give you, with Dom Giordano, some of the things happening in education around the country sometimes around the world you might not have heard of. 
An outfit called the Free Press, Barry Weiss. They are, they tend to a little bit conservative, but they are just brilliant at the stuff that they unleash. They had one of their investigators this week talk about a coloring book that's teaching radical politics to public school students. This was in Brooklyn in New York. Francesca Block covered this. Kids at a Brooklyn elementary school are being taught revolutionary politics and communist terms through a Black Lives Matter coloring book. The thing that jumped out at me among the usual stuff here was that the kids were called, told to call each other during this period of time, comrade. Now picture your kid comes home from second, third, fourth grade, something of that nature. And she says, rather instead of teaching fourth graders to disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure, we should use Black uh, Lives, uh, Black uh, History Month to teach them about black history. Stories of Frederick Douglass, Rosa Parks, and Martin Luther King Jr., not the uh, Tuskegee Airmen, she mentions, not having them going around calling each other comrade when they're in the second or third grade. How insidious, to put it mildly. This is the most disturbing story this week here on Reading, Writing, and Reason, though, that I can find. It's about the Brockton High School, Brockton, Mass., a member of the Brockton School Committee, they have formally uh, petitioned through the mayor to get, due to the uh, violence, security concerns, and substance abuse at Brockton High School, they petitioned formally through the mayor. They want the National Guard to come in. They've sent a letter to the governor. It's going to be interesting to see what she says, that this high school, Brockton High School, which is a huge school, It enrolls 3,586 students, shocking levels of chaos and violence. They want the National Guard to be brought in to help other school authorities to calm this down. There's so many instances where trespassers are found on school grounds, raising serious questions about the security and safety measures in place. These situations not only put the students and staff at risk, but they also undermine the overall safety of Brockton, they say. Now, you know, we may say that, hey, I'm going to bring in the Marines or I'm going to bring in the National Guard to patrol something or to do something. These people are actually in the process. Well, they petitioned the governor, the ball's in her court. And uh, this governor has been in the news because of various um, illegal uh, immigrants that are in Massachusetts and shutting down um, recreation centers to house them. So I wonder how much pressure she's under. Could I imagine a governor, though, in Massachusetts actually sending in the National Guard for support? Maybe not. But you tell me the last time you've heard someone not just mouth this, but in Brockton, Massachusetts, actually call for the National Guard. Pretty shocking stuff, but maybe the comrade story is even more than that. Uh, Just to close this week on Reading, Writing, and Reason, Beth Ann Rossica, we just brought you that, our special guest, uh, Mr. Fishback, who we had on nationally before. They've done great work in getting out there, analyzing what exactly, what books are actually in school libraries. And a lot of the things in school libraries are things that are clearly progressive, uh, clearly things that parents might object to, but they're not balanced by books by conservative authors 
or uh, answers to things like the various debates over transsexual students and all that. That's what we're going to update in the future and give you a better sense of. Hey, thanks for listening. You can get Reading, Writing, and Reason Tell People wherever they get their podcasts. Dom Giordano with you. This week's edition of Reading, Writing, and Reason. You need a lesson, gonna bring it to you now. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.